prove this? Where are we, dude? These are the circuits of history, gentlemen. They'll take us to any point in time we wish. How? Modern technology, William. That was most unprecedented, Rufus. Yeah. But where are we, Rufus? Austria, 1805. The French have just invaded. I'm Bill S. Preston, Esquire. And I'm Ted... And I'm Ted Theodore Logan. Yeah! Welcome to Bill and Ted Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we party on through the most triumphant film, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, one minute at a time. I'm your host, John Esberg Esquire, and with me is... Rocky Theodore Logan. And the royal ugly dude, also known as Rodiger. Is there nothing better than Briggs' intro voice? I mean, it is something to behold. Hey guys, welcome along. It's yeah, it's, it's my radio voice, man. Yeah, it's also awesome. my host. We talked about it before, yeah. but it is that it is that 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 morning zoo DJ voice. You got yeah. it down, man. Hey, I try, man. That's a lot of Ricky Gervais show podcasts, and he does a radio voice all the time. So, all right, so we got Duke count. This, oh, the minute begins with uh, Rufus. Uh, Shading, oh, Rufus sh- shading up. I wrote and ends with Napoleon's a shot of Napoleon's Grand Armée. Very brief. Grand Armée. Oh, you don't even know the French I'm getting into. Wait, buckle in, buckle up, buckle in, buckle all over the place. The so dude count is now at seventeen. There's one this one dude this minute. Where are we, dude? And then when they're flying through the the time, yes, circuits of time and all that jazz. So uh, beginning, Rufus throws on the shades. Are the shades protective? Bill and Ted aren't wearing shades. Right, exactly. Like, is he just leaving them to the, like, do they do some type of thing to protect the eyes, or is it just the look? I think it's just for the shot. Just the look. It looks cool. Yeah. The rule of Rufus is the rule of cool. If you look cool, it's all good. It works. It's for everybody's happy. He, he, he's really in this movie for nothing else to, but to be cool. He has the he has his little monologue in the beginning. He barely said anything to the guys earlier, except a couple cool lines like, well, uh, you... Where we're going, we don't need roads or whatever he says. I don't know. He, he didn't say that. Right. Then they tell themselves to go with him, and now they're yeah. Here. He barely even speaks during that whole thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rufus is the man he that women away. want and that men desire to be. Yes. <laughs> I well, at least me. I, I don't desire his hairline. Look at that thing. It's I would like, take his hairline. I think you would take that in a second. I think you have his hairline. Number one. You, yeah. He's got a five head like you, man. He's got a just because he has a ponytail doesn't mean he has tons of hair. Do you have a ponytail? I, I, I resent that statement. What? I some... have his hairline? No. I was pointing no. to Scott, uh, not you. Yeah. If there's one thing I have, it's hair. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> uh, does he have a ponytail? He has a ponytail, right? Like, a, or long hair? He has I don't know if he's got a John Clayton ponytail, but... Yeah, he's John Clayton. He he's got... The uh, ESPN football <laughs> yeah, guy. the commercials. Yeah. And then that's real. He really has a ponytail. <laughs> Which mouse? Yeah. Well, he's not even. He got fired from ESPN. Oh, John Clayton. That guy's the. Oh, is that the commercial? I didn't yeah, see the yeah. commercial. The guy that looks like from the teacher from South Park. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, exactly. Drugs are bad. Okay. Look like he's rocking yeah. the ponytail here, though, which is kind of surprising. I don't. I don't see it flopping around back there. He's got it tucked in tight. Yeah, he is. He is the king of cool. Carmen. A tight tuck. A tight tuck. The king of cool is Carmen. Uh huh. 
I don't know, man. You know Commander Cool or General Admiral no, Awesome. He's not. Mm-hmm. But, uh, speak for yourselves. Uh, back on this, these tubes, this time travel, does it remind anybody of anything similar to anything that you've ever seen? Uh, worms time... The computer animations from uh, the movie Hackers. <laughs> it's Peabody and Sherman from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, it's traveling through time and the people floating like around. Have you ever seen Peabody and Sherman? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They got their own little movie recently too. Didn't yeah, they, 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 they recently, ten years ago, probably at this point. But, yeah, it was like four or five years ago. They run yeah. around on phone booth? And it's got no, but they well they use the thing and they travel through little tubes like that and they go around. It's Peabody and Sherman. It's boy Sherman. Mm. Well, yeah, he adopted Sherman. Yeah, he was his pet boy. Well, yeah. he, he wanted to have a family. He was pretty, pretty. He was a pretty prolific, Mister Peabody. Well, they're pretty adamant about that every episode. His boy Sherman. But uh, you know what's actually pretty funny is if you look at the episode. Ha 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 ha! It's funny. If the episode listing of Peabody and Sherman, I think they may have done this book. First episode, guess who it is? Napoleon. Yep. Makes sense. Second episode, guess who they go see? Caesar. Lord Nelson. Who we talked oh, about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> One of the foreign's arch enemies. Yeah, 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 exactly. Really? I mean, their list of the people they went to visit is quite a... Uh, that's why I kind of like that. I mean, I loved Rocky and Bullwinkle. Cause my dad yeah, absolutely. It's great. I have all the episodes here. And uh, it was a part of that. But, I mean, they... they, they I had your namesake as well. Peabody and Sherman, yeah, they see a lot. They see a lot of people there throughout history. They did ninety-one episodes over two years of Rocky and Bullwinkle. At least of Peabody and Sherman, maybe more of Rocky and Bullwinkle. No, yeah, it's about right. Uh, I got them all here somewhere. Um, yeah, it's about because I downloaded them recently, and then they revived it in like the two thousands or whatever. How many did you beat off to? <laughs> Well, as soon as I saw the name Rocky, I paused the title and off the name Rocky. Voiced by a woman, so I knew. I mean, he definitely did the Casanova. He definitely did to... Who else would he, would he kind of like here? Oh, Guglielmo Marconi got to on the list. There's not many women, I imagine, the historical... Joan of Arc and well, why would you Curie. Be, why would you be jerking off to women? But, oh, all right. Fair enough. Yeah, it's Don Juan. Yeah, he said Don Juan. Marco Polo. Don Juan something. is in there. Marco Polo's in there. Genghis Khan. Alfred Nobel is in there. They didn't visit Genghis Khan. I guess mm. he wasn't... Yeah, I don't think you'd be too happy to see uh, you know, a dog and a European boy walking around. Yeah, but <laughs> I, it reminded When I saw it, I thought of Peabody and Sherman. I know what you mean. They have, they have, they have, their time machine is like a room, right? They walk into a room. Yeah, but they, they use that same kind of tube. How do they get back? Those guys. Cause it's, not, it's a cartoon. Yeah, but now they, <laughs> they, 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 they float through like an ether. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. they go through those tubes like that, but they could kind of see stuff on the, on theirs as they went through. Which you could see nothing. Like, how do they... They're, they're flying blindly, Bill and Ted. I was like the Fractured Fairy Tales were always pretty good on that show. Fractured Fairy Tales. Oh, yeah. Fractured Fairy Tales, yeah. I, 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 Rocky and Bullwinkle were a much underrated cartoon. Yeah, it's it was, a great cartoon. Yeah, and the nonsensicalness of the, the kind of serial aspect that never really delivers on the end of it. Yeah, exactly, day. yeah. And Bullwinkle's funny in his own right. Yeah, yeah. he's always good. You know, you know what ruins him though? A little man named Dave Coulier. He ruins him because he does the Bullwinkle voice in half the fucking Full House episodes. Yeah, but that was when I was a kid. I kind of like I'm like, oh, somebody else besides me and my dad watching like late night marathons of Rocky and Bullwinkle on, on Channel Fifty Seven. I didn't know anybody else actually watched Rocky and Bullwinkle. Not many Deer Leader. Yeah. No, not many kids watched. De Niro played Deer Leader in the movie. Yeah, which was. Costanza played Boris. Yeah, which, who, played, who played Natasha? Um, I want to say Angelica Houston. She no, no, so I don't want to say Angelica. I want to say uh, Riggs say, is Riggs's wife from Lethal Weapon. The Lethal Weapon, not Helen Hunt. I want to say Rene Russo. I believe it was. 
All right, I'm thinking of the girl from Third Rock from the Sun, but I'm thinking that's a Austin Powers character. Well, she may have been. No, she was like a, a Natasha. Should we, should we look? Do we look it up? Do we look yeah, it up? We got nothing else to look up this fucking episode. I'll tell you that. So, while you're looking it up, one thing I find curious is when the time machine comes, it's through the air. When it leaves, it's through the ground. Why would it not leave back through the air? Thoughts? Yeah, that's a great point, man. I I don't have a thought on that. Uh, it would make sense that we would go... I, it's like they're going into the earth to leave, and they're coming out of the sky. Well, the thing is, it, it, like, disappears. Mm-hmm. Like, when it goes down, it just disappears. Like, but you have, really that big, dr- you have that big white space it goes into. Yeah, it's not drilling a hole, right? right. So why does it just disappear? Cool. And then that, that would work better for me. I think the visual, they want ding, the visual. Ding, 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 Rene Russo. Rene Russo? Yep. Yeah. Good for her. Good for Rene Russo. Been there, done that. <laughs> Randy Quaid was actually in that movie, too. Who is he? He plays Cappy Von Tramp. I don't know who that is. But there's also a Dudley Do Right movie with Brendan Fraser. It's a, it's a very prolific series, considering it only had 90 episodes or whatever in 1965. 59 to 60, actually. Oh, really? That, that old? Yeah, I was surprised by that, too, when I just looked at the IMDb. But... Yeah, so they fly. So Rufus says some cool shit. He says, uh, gentlemen, we're history. Boom. Mm-hmm. Little is that a little too cool, or is it just on on mar, on message with uh Rufus with Rufus just I'm as cool as shit. That's all there is to it. Right, short to the point. Like yeah, we've never seen him be uncool. Well, we we all thought his monologue was pretty lame. The golf courses, mini golf courses. You got, I mean, we're talking about him trying to be cool for the age of the show. He was reading off a teleprompter for the. He wrote that. He's no, me and Rocky believe that he wrote that. Oh, I entirely yes. I 100 percent believe it too. And I remember when I was doing research, I listened to like every podcast in the world. And I think a few of them said definitely said like he wrote that. Like it smelled like a. It smelled like a Carlin. Like again, I couldn't. Verified or whatever, but there it is. Yeah, like Carlin trying to come back and be Carlin, which even though he's selling out in the eighties now. So, uh, so Carlin said, "Our King hippie returns." So Rufus says, uh, "We'll take us any any time we wish." Where are you going? Where would what, you go? What do you think the difference? Would you go where they go? You would, yeah, I wouldn't go to Austerlitz. Yeah, yeah. First of all, they, they, well, we'll get to that in the next minute. But where they land is like right in the middle of the battle. Like, get the fuck out of there. But yeah. um, where would you go? Where where's where's the first place you stop? I think my answer. I, Rome? Yeah. What, what year? 50. So, like, we're talking Empire. Who's, is that kid? Right before, right before Caesar, go, like, I want to be there. I, maybe is it like, like Trajan? No, Trajan's like a couple, 300. Yeah, no, I want to be there. I want to be there for, I want to be there, you know, for A2 Brute. So I want to get there right before that. Maybe a little before that. The crop be put well, That's like 50 BC. BC. Yeah, right. Okay. BC, yeah, that's what I mean. BC here. 30 something BC is when. No, it's right around fifty that he that he that, that he died. Like that, well, at least when he, I think he assumes the empire at that point, and then it battles. But it's not far off. You know, it's not far off from there. The Ides of March may be fifty one, fifty two. Yeah, because we're like three emperors away from Jesus. But maybe that maybe that's what I might want to come come right into is part of the army crossing the Rubicon. Yeah, that'd be fun as shit. I agree, and you couldn't really mess up your life. Like, so right. are we going in as a spectator or as someone that would actually be involved in that time? Let's say spectator. Uh, spectator? Yeah. Then that changes my answer. Yeah, because you, yeah. you don't have to stay. You're just there for a little bit, and let's say you can't change anything anyway. 
But can you get involved with the happenings of the time? You can, you can like, if there's an order, but you it's can not going to change. Yeah, yeah, so I, I would, I would go into France in the uh, <laughs> late 1700s and hang out with Ben Franklin personally. Oh, there's a little heat from the orgies. We get orgies, there you go. Yeah, and I could, but it still would be interesting. That would be fun as shit. Absolutely. Do you see the John Adams movie? Yes, many see. And they have him over, him and Jefferson over there, and like, yeah, he's wearing a. He's wearing a coonskin cap because he's like he makes him look more like, like an American. American. Yeah, yeah, like they think he's like. Where would you go? I'd probably roam. I want to see a gladiator fight or something over there. Definitely more in Caligula's time though. Yeah, Rome or, <laughs> Rome or Greece, like one of those two. Uh, like I would definitely go to one of Caligula's parties as long as like he wasn't there at the time because he would fuck shit up. I don't want him there. He might like maybe suck his dick or something. Like I don't want to do that. Then why are you going? Well, I'm going to go to one of the Roman orgies where he wasn't there. Uh, yeah, that's definitely, I mean, I think that's definitely the like, number one. Yeah, dude, Rome's the shit. Like, Rome's is as good as it gets. Or Greece, hmm. like, uh, Athens. Not Greece, but Athens. Yeah, see, why not Sparta, then, instead of Athens? Sparta, they fucking make me eat oatmeal or every meal a day or whatever, and, like, it, that wasn't, it was a very Spartan culture. Yeah, <laughs> so not, yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah, I don't know, but I mean. Not, you don't want to go be a Macedonian? You don't want to go with Alexander? No, I don't want to fight for five or how many years for a whole life. But your whole really, life, yeah. Maybe ancient Egypt, like back in the day, would be interesting too. Like way back. Yeah, like early, mm-hmm. like pre, 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 pre Ramses, pre like. Yeah, oh, back oh. when they were the shit. Yeah, I'd take a look at that. Or the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, maybe like to see like. Some I'd be people. interested in seeing Viking culture and things that aren't as uh, written down and memorialized. I dig it. I like the grandeur though. You know, I want I want a big city with marble all over the place. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I might I'm not, just go hang at Oak Island for. Yeah, you can see what happens. See exactly what the fuck happened. <laughs> if tell, tell them where to dig now. Yeah. So you can probably <laughs> find something. What you, what's Oak Island? Right? Oak Island up in Canada, off the province of like Newfoundland. They're up there. Supposedly, mm-hmm. the treasure hunters were there. Either the Knights Templar showed up back in the day, or pirates buried booty. Or, oh, like, like hundreds of or something. Yeah, yeah well, a hundred some years ago, a kid fell down a well and found this golden treasure, and then they found these booby traps and stuff. Since then, it seems like the entire island's been dug up. But they made a TV show for the last four or five years. I don't know. This guy bought the island essentially, an American, and him and his brother were trying to figure it out. They drag, they find coins from weird things, but nothing ever major. Even though people have been there forever, digging it up now. Hanging out, with, like, hanging out with like an explorer or something would be kind of cool too. Nah, I'm not getting on a boat with like, I'm not doing the Magellan thing. Or just like Pete Cortez or something. I what about like, Lewis and Clark? What about Marco Polo? You want to hit, you want to see, you want to uh, hit the Mongol That's court? a lot of walking through Do you really want to play that game non-stop <laughs> all day? It's <laughs> a lot of walking Get through Get there. But where they do land, do we want to talk about that? Yeah, alright, so why would Rufus pick Austerlitz of all places? Oh, what happened? What happened? Well, I think it, it goes back to the conversation with um, their teacher that Napoleon was a short dead dude. But like, he doesn't like tell them to take Napoleon. Well, no, Does Rufus he, know that Napoleon's gonna get. Oh, well, he. Where do we Shanghai? land? Where do we land? We land. Napoleon or Rufus is from the future, so yeah, he knows what happens in the past. He, we land in Austria, eighteen oh five. There's only one thing that happens in Austria, 1805. Mozart? <laughs> yeah, no. We are in the middle of the Napoleonic Wars, and we are at Napoleon, what is committed to be his most famous victory, right? This is it. This is his canet. Yep, exactly. So it's a matter of that we land at the Battle of Austerlitz, which is 
actually in December. Doesn't quite look like December to me in Austria. That's just well, it's not the Alps. You've been? No, but I just assumed it looked colder. I mean, they're wearing California. They're not freezing or shit. Yeah, but I picture Austria in the winter. I'm thinking Alps. I'm thinking... Uh, Different like, name for the battle. Can, do you know the name of this battle? Battle of Three Emperors. There you go. Very, game of, very game of Thrones. I'm on the page right now. Like, yeah. I'm on the page. Uh, plus, I listen to the Napoleon book. And I listened to that... Uh, yeah, J. David Markham podcast with him and Cam Riley. I listened to that a couple years like, back in the day. Behind a peg wall now. But it was a pretty good podcast, man. It's like 30, 40 hours of... The guy's gushing over Napoleon. They're Napoleon apologists, too. Like they, well, I think, like I said, we'll, we'll, we haven't met Napoleon yet, so we'll save some of this Napoleon talk for coming up. But uh, <laughs> Do we have any thoughts on the green and the blue as they're tra- traveling through time? Is there a significance <laughs> to the colors, or is it just for the effect? I'm going to go with the effect of what's called pop. Blue is the second coolest color, probably. What Or cool isn't. Uh, is red is the coolest color, right? If you're cool, yeah. you're wearing red. I'm not cool enough to pull red off, so I don't wear much red. I wear red all the time. Yeah, I don't have red in me. So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, no, it's probably like... What Could it be good? one's heading towards the past, one's heading towards the future? Is it green? What do you think? Blue's the well, past? Well, I mean, they're headed to the past, so they're in green, and maybe There's blue is... There's a lot of grays in here, too. I mean... Well, the gray just looks like a bunch yeah. of... It also looks like fiber optics. Are they just yeah. travel on the internet? Yeah, you think the phone numbers are just like... They only go to specific historic moments, like... But, like, you couldn't go to Austerlitz the day before. Or, like, is that like... Yeah, a, I think you can go... Yeah, I think you could. They can go... They're part of history. They can go anywhere. Yeah, they can go anywhere they want, I guess. All right, so, uh, yeah, Austerlitz, what do you got on the battle, man? Battle of three emperors. And actually, he had already kind of defeated the Austrians before, who then kind of ran away. And uh, in November, he had already taken Napoleon's, who were talking to the French, of taking control of Vienna. And the Austrians run away to wait for the help of the Russians to come in. Um, he gave, and Napoleon kind of played, he kind of played the rope dope made it look like the French army was in disarray, all this stuff, the Russians and the Austrians came in and engaged them, and boom. Yeah, there was like one hill on his right it's flank, and he like banged him to attack there, yeah, and they did, did. Yeah, and exactly. he had him pinned down. That's right, it. like the old kind of Roman style of using the natural, t- well, I guess all natural leaders, and they used the terrain to their advantage, and uh... You got casualties? Yeah, I don't know. Allied casualties stood, allied being the the other guys. Yeah, they're they're, they're thirty six thousand out of an army of ninety thousand. Thirty eight percent of their forces casualties. France lost nine thousand out of sixty six thousand, about thirteen percent. So it was a three to one bloodbath. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Napoleon he killed four times as many of them while killed or injured. But injured at that time is killed. Well, like, yeah, not necessarily. You chop a leg off or something. They're not fighting again. But they, I learned this through Tan Carlin's thing. And why do you think these casualty figures ring up so high on the losing sides? Because they just leave them, I guess. It's not just that. It's when the lines break. Because you're fighting in that line regiment, and the lines break. And if your line breaks, then all of a sudden, the other side can just start... Oh, you're surrounded. So you're mowing you down. Yeah, so, well, right. like they compared it to Ken A, right? Yeah. And that was Hannibal's just yeah. ridiculous victory. Right. Did you listen got? to that, Carlin? Uh, no, I've not got there yet. That is bananas, right? So like Hannibal. No, that's another he, time you could also have to go. He put to. his weak guys in the middle, and then the Romans attacked the middle, and it was it's a trap. And he surrounded them, and then just hacked them to death for like ten hours afterwards. They were surrounded, right? And like the guys had no way to get out. And so you're just sitting in the middle of that, waiting for them to come hack at you. Yeah, what happened to Hannibal in the end? Yeah, well, he, he, <laughs> couldn't, go, he couldn't go against Rome, the city itself, or he didn't. He chose not to for whatever reason. you got to think that he couldn't take it, because there's a walled city. 
So yeah, eventually he just went home, and then, then they got he got beat by Scipio Africanus, I think, in Carthage. Yeah, well, the, 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 the first Romans didn't forget what happened. Romans didn't forget what happened. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I don't think they salted. Like then, that, that's not true that they salted the land and all that. Of Carthage. Yeah. But they definitely decimated the shit out of it, and Carthage, like, it's Libya now, and it's a fucking shithole, so, you know, and compare that to Rome, which probably isn't that great now, but... Have you been to Rome? No, but, like, it's not New York City, it's not World Powerhouse City, they don't sit on the, they're not a big player at the United Nations, the Italians, you know, so, Rome isn't a world power as it once was. So anyway, oh, oh, it was a decisive Napoleon victory and, like, went to yeah. his head. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, and he was the king of Europe at the, after that. Thought. Like him, like every other stupid leader throughout history, his next plan is ridiculous. Speaking of Rome, this battle, they say, ended the Holy Roman Empire. Founded by Charlemagne in the year 1800. Which I don't quite understand why. Until now. Yeah. But then they kept the name up. Like, the... It was a coalition of... But it was never really an empire. The Habsburgs called themselves the Holy Roman Empire, but it was like a legion of like 150 city-states. And, chur- and the church. It's the, the Holy Roman Empire is essentially also the church. And well, I always think of it as a Central European Empire, like Austria, Germanic states, because they that, were Germany. At that time, right. But Yeah, so... Yo, hey, can we not listen to Alex Jones in the middle of the podcast that we're recording? <laughs> so, that's yeah. Austerlitz. You listen to Alex Jones, ironically, people. We're not crazy, all right? <laughs> that's the beginning <laughs> of uh, our introduction to Napoleon, which is kind of in the middle of Napoleon. You know, I'll tell you what, speak real quick to that. Charlemagne, like a person in history, like I don't know anything about. I know that he founded the Frankish Empire, the Holy Roman Empire, in like 800 and... Like, I just don't know anything about him. He was in the movie. He was going to be in the movie. They called him Charlie Magny. It was, like, one of the names they famously missed. Charlemagne, did he bring the Pope to France when there was the two Popes? Was that all right? Pope Leo crowned him at 800. You know, you know, I know that, but I don't or know. Did he bring Catholicism to France? No, Probably. No, no, but there was, there, were, there, was a short, there was a time that the Pope wasn't in at the Vatican, and they moved him to France. It was... Now, we bored... The royal other dude a while ago, now you're bored again. Okay. But Charlemagne, yeah, Charlemagne <laughs> is, uh, I figure, I don't know much about myself. Uh, you call, all right, so Rufus calls Bill William. I thought that was weird. Yeah. And when they land, Ted is really bro-y. He's like, he's very, his mannerisms and everything about him are very like, bro, what's up, bro? Like, it's almost like a, a early 2000s frat bro. He says weird. Do you think yeah. is Rufus disappointed? Like, look at the look in his face. It reminds me of, like a douchebag from like Club Dread or something. Don't like, speak ill of Rufus. No, no, he was talking about Ted, I think. But uh, but Rufus is he kind of like disappointed that these are the saviors of the the world and the culture that they, that they base themselves off? When I don't think it? so because they're sweet guys, man. He knows I, that. Yeah, I think he, I take it more as Rufus says, "Hey, I'm here to help teach these guys." These guys are saving. So isn't the Rufus really the savior then? This. Isn't Rufus really the savior then? Yeah, really? Yes. He's kind of like a. a to guy. me, that's the underlying meaning. <laughs> Rufus is. You can laugh all you want. Now, a point goes to the fact that these guys aren't as dumb as they appear to be. Well, Bill comes out and says that was most unprecedented. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, another. Yeah. And that's true. It definitely is most, most unprecedented. unprecedented. Yeah, well, it certainly is most unprecedented, but. Would you expect Bill or Ted to use that type of vocabulary? They've said most triumphant at least four times already. Yeah. Triumphant and precedented. Yeah, they're both, yeah, I guess, yeah, I've got to land it to them. It's just how they, they try to sound smarter. 
Be sure he does what he, and he does know what precedent it means, and he's right, like 100%. It's used it, right? Just, I mean, if he no. said most triumphant, I'd be a little disappointed, but he did. Yeah, because he could have said that was most unusual. That was most. Well, it was most an, oh, an adjective yeah. or an adverb? Wait for most unusual. That comes out very soon. Is it, yeah, is that an adjective or an adverb in that what? He could have said what the fuck most, just happened. Like most precedent. That would be the, most of the adjective. The adjective to provide how unprecedented it's not an adverb because precedented. Your verb's not an action. It's not an action, so it's got to be using most as like the as. Yeah, like yeah, wouldn't mostly unprecedented that wouldn't work either. Anyway, so uh, that's about all I got on this minute. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, I think we're there. Grand Army, it's big. There's a lot of. It's pretty great. Six hundred eighty-five thousand men at its greatest height before the Russian invasion. That's erotic. Which is is the Russian invasion? Is kind of. This point here, winter's up, and then I think does he go shortly after? No, this? this is this like shuts the, this this shuts down the first shuts down the third coalition or whatever. Yeah, uh, Russia becomes his ally for a little bit, and then he goes back into Russia when they like screw him over like ten years later or five years later. Well, ten years later, the whole thing's done. Power. The whole thing's done in like ten years. Yeah, like eighteen fourteen or something. Like yeah. That. Uh, but yeah, after this, he consolidates power in Europe, puts his his relatives on thrones. Goes to, we'll talk about Napoleon later. We got plenty of Napoleon talk later. All right, so uh, that about does it for this minute. Bill and Ted, excellent adventure. You can email us at uh, Bill and Ted Minute at gmail.com on Facebook. Uh, Bill and Ted's excellent phone booth, I think. I don't know. Look at it. Look up Bill and Ted Minute on Facebook and you'll find us. Tweet it, something. I don't know. Somebody follow us on Twitter. I have a follower on Twitter. I didn't solicit any followers, and we got a follower on Twitter. We haven't even hit... A, somebody must have... We haven't even launched an episode yet, people. Like, this is before that. Uh, this is... Somebody... Most who, unprecedented. It is most unprecedented. <laughs> somebody who I don't know followed us on Twitter. I, I don't know how to look that up on Twitter, but anyway. And with that, be excellent with each other. Party on, on dudes! dudes.